and welcome back to the Sports Rundown Podcast. We are here with week 10 of college football. And let's uh, just quickly mention real quick what happened last week. Uh, specifically with Josh going 9-1 and one, and his one loss was his one-point game, which, as he stated before the, we started recording, pure luck. So congratulations to him. Hey, uh, You have the second-best record of the season hey, in a single that, week. That part was luck. The fact that I just didn't change the points at all. Yeah. And it happened to be my one point that I got wrong. But at the same time, hey, like I said, that's probably the best week I'm going to have in terms of this. And w- one quote I've heard before is, you have to be good to be lucky. So, yeah. Yeah. fair enough. Fair There's got to be a, an equal amount of both. I guess you're not good or lucky. <laughs> this past heavy week, on you the, could say that. Heavy on the not good. Heavy on the not good. That is crazy. Also, going to go heavy on the not good. Uh, move on to actual teams. Colorado falling 4-4, four to 4-4, four, or four and 4 after their 3-0 start when everyone started freaking out about them. Hey, they which, have they already have three more wins than they did last year. I mean... They're probably still going to make a bowl game. I I agree. I don't think there's any... I don't think you can hate on Colorado, personally. I, no, I just think it's funny that we... That not necessarily we, but people in general. You like, want to think think about this for a second. Playoff. Think about this for a second. Colorado and Clemson have the same record right now, and Colorado has oh, faced yeah. and Colorado has faced more ranked opponents. Oh yeah, no, I agree. I think it's. I, I just want to put that out there. It's completely that true. There. That being said, two or three weeks into the season, we were talking about them, and so. Us a little bit more popular media was talking about them as potential college football playoff contenders, having two Heisman contenders. But I, so oh yeah. they we, started we, off hot, and everyone hopped on the tra- hype train immediately. They did, and we, we the brakes did need to get pumped on on Colorado, but not completely. Like as he said, in perspective, they've had they're making progress with Coach Prime. Defense still has a long way to go which you could say about a lot of teams in the Pac-12. But they, they are making progress. They're not a contender this year or going to reach the expectations we had for them in week two and three, but they've already passed their week one expectations. Oh, 100%. Anybody else got anything about last week's games? Nope. Alrighty, All righty, well, on. ladies and gentlemen, we are on a time crunch this week, and we've had a very busy week, so we are going to get into this week's Pick'em games. All right. Starting us off, we have a uh, Texas A&M versus Ole Miss in an SEC matchup. Um, personally, I think this one's fairly easy. Uh, Texas A&M very inconsistent. It's hard I for them to were, finish games. I thought you were picking tech, picking Texas A&M for no, a second. I was like, no, there's no, no way. I, I think that would be, if no, you he, pick Texas A&M, you're he, crazy. He's already mentioned the fact that he's going to have a surprise pick, but I don't. Think, I I didn't think it was going to be that. I've one. got I've got a few surprise picks in here that yeah. you know. I'm just this anyway. Gonna, this is gonna be a good week in terms of picks and games. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. Anyway, my point being, you can't trust Texas A&M to 100 percent close out on a mid team. So you're definitely not trusting for them to take care of Ole Miss, Jackson Dart, Lane, Lane Kiffin. They're gonna take care of it. I've got Ole Miss at my confidence scale of a 10. I have very similar rationale to Z, also Ole Miss at a 10, and Ole Miss has been very consistent. Texas A&M has been inconsistent, and even on one of their better days, I still think they lose in a close game to Ole Miss. I'm going to have to agree with both of y'all. I mean, 
Ole Miss has still been on a tear all season long. They've been getting the job done, and I think they'll stay in contention in terms of the the SEC West, especially with the fact that one of our pick'em games coming up, LSU Bama, one of those teams is going to take a loss, so that's going to help them out. And if it's Bama, that's huge. Yeah, exactly. It is. Bama Bama's the only undefeated team left conference-wise for SEC West teams. That so. would send, I believe, Ole Miss, Alabama, and LSU all to one loss in conference playing. Don't LSU and Ole Miss still have to play each other? Literally this week. No, the game no, no, no. Right now. Are they, no. Have they already played? No, remember they, they played a couple weeks ago when Ole, or, yeah, Ole Miss won that thriller against them. That's, L, that's it LSU's one It was 55-49, remember? Yep, yep. Yeah. I see so, that's, so that's LSU's you, one You loss. would have a three... Pretty much a three-way tie at the top. I don't know how tiebreakers and are no, looking. And that's that's kind of the interesting thing to mention is, think about it, Ole Miss's one loss is to Bama. And LSU, if they win, has a win over So Bama. it's kind of like a, it, it, they've it, got it, a it little triangle a going on. It would be a triangle. But, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about that one in a couple minutes. But, yeah, I mean, I, I got Ole Miss pretty easily too. Jackson? I've, I've got Ole Miss. I All righty. Well, we have the clean sweep. Any final words on Ole Miss, Texas A&M? Nope. All righty, moving on to the next game of the week. Better I also mean, be a clean sweep. I guess it's I guess it's also an ACC an in conference matchup. I mean, Notre Dame's. I AC- mean, it's it's two teams that play each other almost every year at this point. Now we got number fifteen Notre Dame against four and four Clemson. This is a game that over the past couple of years had been interesting and had playoff implications for both teams, and it was a good matchup. I think it's going to be different this year. Uh, Clemson is just falling apart. It it Dabo wasn't looking, it wasn't looking like one of those things to where okay they they lost to Duke week one, and you know what it it may take a game or two, but Clemson is going to get back to being Clemson, and that has not been the case. Dabo Sweeney is the down. I'm so happy the fact that Dabo Sweeney is the reason this program is falling and failing, because. That man just he does not need to have a job in college football. Did you see the interview he had the other day? Yeah, I know. Are you talking about someone this one right here that I could play right now? Oh, uh, the one where someone asked him why the team was four and four, and he said, "You come and you do my job." I'm talking about that one. Oh, because that is that's crazy. Wild. Oh, yeah, he to he tell went, him, to he went t- in on it. That is on, bro. No, he has every he has every reason to ask you why they're four and four. You have the number one quarterback in that recruiting class and he looks awful the defense doesn't look great yeah the offense is lackluster like he's got every right to ask you those questions so you can't go in on him that's just yeah he needs to get out of college football and i've said that enough and even if you know yes it's not all the coach's fault sure oh no i'm but, not blaming it no, all yeah. on him it's not all the coach's fault but also as we've seen with many other teams, a new head coach comes in and things shape up real well, and that's on him. He's He is their leader. He is the one who is ultimately responsible for what they end up doing as a team. And if you're going 4-4 four and four after he's proven to be a good coach, and to do this, well, he's had... We won't get into it, that it, right Yeah, now. it depends he's on you. We won't get into that. He has right had now. better seasons he's than a 4-4 four and four season. Hear I'm me saying. out. Hear me out. You need to be at least six and six to be eligible for a bowl game. Listen to Clemson's last four games. Because me personally, 
I think they're going to be coming up pretty close. They've got Notre Dame this week. They've got Georgia Tech the week after that. UNC the week after that. And wait, who did who did Georgia Tech beat again? They UNC last week in a thriller. And they beat Miami earlier. And they so beat Miami. They're, they're looking like they're on so the So hear me out. You've got Notre Dame, Georgia Tech, UNC, and South Carolina. There is a very, very real possibility. I think there's... There's that they almost, go one and three. There's in those almost games. two clear losses right there. Mm-hmm. With in my in my opinion, this week with the Notre Dame game, and then I don't and think then UNC. I think this would be unrealistic, but I don't think it's crazy or out of the realm to say Clemson could go zero and four in these last four games. Now, while Carolina, my Gamecocks have not looked good this year, and that pains me. We're the worst we've been, in, especially after how good we were looking last season. We've just been embarrassing this year. It's the rivalry game. It'll be a good game. Yeah. So I'm not too worried about that. Not to mention the fact it's at South Carolina. It's at Williams-Brice Stadium. So that's going to be a good game. I think Clemson football could go 4-8 and eight this year. Or hell, they could go 8-4. and four. Who knows? I think Clemson's got a very interesting last four games of the season, and that's my rant for right now. Yeah. Have any of us picked made our pick for Clemson Notre Dame, or have we just been going on? No, right? yeah, I, I mean it's it's clearly obvious that we're both picking Notre Dame here. And oh, I mean, Notre, did I make that clearly obvious? No, and um, just the fact that Notre Dame is kind of in the position where Clemson kind of wanted to be, because they're coming off of their last two games that blowout win at home against USC that kind of threw them off, and then another convincing win against Pitt this past week, fifty-eight to seven. So, Notre I mean, Dame football's looking strong. Yeah, they they always seem to finish strong at the end of the season. Like the the past two years since Freeman became the coach, it, they're they're on the up. Well, can I do something crazy for you, Josh? What? I hate Clemson with a passion. Hate Absolutely that team not. to its very core. Don't you dare mute me. Don't I have zero reason. I have zero. Re- I'm not. I'll, I'll be a hundred percent honest. I had a dream about this, and that is the only reason I'm doing this. Oh my gosh. I'm picking four and four Clemson for the upset. There's no way this nope. man just He's won. done. There's He's no actually way, done. There's wow. no way that man just went on no. a whole rant. No, for, there for is five no minutes way. Just to, for five Why minutes would just you even go about. on that rant during Bro. a time crunch if you're just going to pick Clemson anyway? I had... What, I'm going to sound like Martin Luther King. I had a dream that Clemson was going to win. I don't want... Cle- Let me get this perfectly across. This is my one in confidence because I want Notre Dame to... I want Sam Hartman... To beat them a hundred to zero, I just think Clemson's and that's crazy because okay, I know you're not a huge the, Sam Hartman okay, guy either. What did, no. Just just quickly, what did you what did you see in that dream? Thirty-seven to thirty, final score, Clemson. Eh. I, it's crazy, I know, but whatever. Interesting. E Jackson, what are we feeling? I mean, you talked about their schedule, and Clemson has the talent to finish this year and go eight and four. They also have the negative noise in their locker room to lose all four of those games against. Teams, you need to play well to beat. I think that noise is going to be too much going into this this Notre Dame game against a very solid Notre Dame team that's hit their stride during the middle of the season. I have Notre Dame in my six. I respect it. I'm not. I you guys can all pick Notre Dame, and I will understand a hundred percent. Yeah, no, I wasn't dropped from the head as a baby uh, from fifteen stories high, so I am picking Notre Dame. <laughs> all righty. Well, let's move on then. To a Big 12 matchup, we've got number 23, Kansas State, versus number 7, Texas. I'll make it short and sweet. 
I think Texas should be 8-0 right now. Unfortunately, they had some hiccups against Oklahoma a few weeks back. Um, But I don't think they're going to have any problems with Kansas State. Even Quinn Ewers is out still, correct? He's still yeah, out. Yeah. I don't think that's really going to be an issue for him. I, I think Texas can win it. Win. Oh, wait. Let me, let me check for a second to make sure, actually. Yeah, I will say this game is at home. They didn't have any issues like I kind of anticipated they would against BYU. Kansas State is a better team than BYU, most certainly. So I have this a little lower in confidence at four, but I do have Texas here. Yeah, okay, so Malik Murphy is is starting again. And, I mean, although Kansas State has has started to make their way back and now they're back into the rankings and they're coming off of three wins that are all double digits, I mean, that's against Texas Tech, TCU, and Houston who are all either mediocre or not all that great of teams. And so, I mean, they're getting the job done, of course. But at the same time, after seeing what Texas did against BYU with Malik Murphy at QB, they had no problem. Like, especially their defense. Their defense dominated. And, I mean, as long as their their defense holds stout against this Kansas State offense, I think Malik Murphy and the offense will do enough for, for them to improve to 8-1. So, I got, I got Texas. Yeah, I'm also taking Texas. I mean, mostly just based on... That's the fact that they're playing Kansas State, which is obviously how you pick a game. But, <laughs> I mean, Texas, they had a great game against Oklahoma, only to lose it in the in the last little bit there. So I think very easily they've got this Kansas State game walked away. Okay, so moving on, we have James Madison at Georgia State. How are you guys feeling about this one? I think, I think I'm all – this is one of the – other ones that I'm pretty confident in with James Madison. Yeah, James Madison, one of the uh, – there seven, six or seven undefeated teams left. So they're one, of, they're one of the last undefeated teams left. They had a phenomenal year last year. They have made the transition to the Sunbelt Conference and to FBS beautifully. I don't think Georgia State really puts that at a risk, and I'm going to rock with JMU. I mean, especially just the fact that Georgia State is coming off a loss to – the second best team in the Sun Belt right now, Georgia Southern. They lost forty-four to twenty-seven. So, I mean, they can take it either in the way of motivation and coming back strong, or just kind of falling off a little bit more. But I think James Madison has gotten the job done over over the season, and I I think they keep rolling. I think they improved at nine to zero. Yeah, and I don't want to sound you know too heavy on the transit property just because it's a big mess to get into but Georgia State's last loss was 44-27 to the team that James Madison beat by 28 41-13 yeah so I just want to point that one out obviously you know transit property has a lot more to it that kind of transit property but that kind of stuff right there is evident that there's something going on yeah and then I mean even looking at the statistics alone it's there's similar teams but it's on how you play the game and how there's a lot more to it than that. I think James Madison definitely has this one as well. I think this is actually going to be a really interesting matchup. Most notably, Georgia State's rushing offense averaging nearly 200 yards a game against James Madison's rushing defense, which is only 
giving up 48 rushing yards a game. I think that's the matchup that's deciding this game. And in Georgia State, if they're able to run the ball well at home, I think they could make this a very interesting game, especially James Madison coming off just a three-point win against Old Dominion. I actually have Georgia State taking the upset here. Oh, so apparently I'm not the only one that was dropped (laughs) on the head. Listen, I'm pretty sure I was too, actually. I only have it at a three confidence. I don't care if you have it at a zero confidence. You still did it. (laughs) Moving on to the next game, we've got number nine, Oklahoma, at number 22, Oklahoma State. And I'm very conflicted on this pick. I'm loving this game. I'm I'm do you want to talk? Yeah, you can go. I don't you I right now on my pick'em, I've got Oklahoma in my two confidence place. But you could convince me to roll with Oklahoma Oklahoma State is a lot better than people predicted them to be this season. They started out the season rough, and they got a couple of very good wins, including the one against Kansas State. And I just feel like the Cowboys are picking up momentum at the right time, and can they just... Yeah, I just want to say... Can they crush Oklahoma's playoff hopes? When you're looking at the fact that they're 6-2 and 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 4-1 in Big 12 play right now, who would have thought that? All That's I was all I was hearing about at the start of the season was how terrible how terrible Oklahoma they were State was, and they started off the season confirming that, and then and they have just picked it and up then, and played well, yeah, beautifully. And they, they had close games against Arizona State and Arkansas to start. They followed that up with losses to South Alabama and Iowa State. Exactly, and the loss to South Alabama was a blowout. Was a blowout to a mediocre. Group of five team, and they followed that up with impressive wins over Kansas State and Kansas. Exactly. I don't so understand. They, they might be the hardest team to pick. And since then, they've had two solid wins against West Virginia and Cincinnati, who are not amazing Big 12 teams, but they did win them comfortably, which is something to be said in that conference. This, this game is also conflicting me. I'm taking Oklahoma, though. It's hard because I want to roll with Oklahoma State in the upset. That would be what you would expect from the Big 12, but... You know what? I'm going I'm going Oklahoma, low confidence, though. You know what? You just convinced you to change your pick because hey, it's... Hey, just wait, just wait. Just wait. Just, uh, okay, I'm going to let Josh... Hey. Like I said, my I could be persuaded anyway. There's a name that has not been mentioned yet that should be, no matter what. Tell me whose name. Is it Alan Bowman? What? <laughs> I was ho- I'm hoping that's not. We have Ollie Gordon, the second, who is leading the nation in rushing yards with 1,087 yards, and he's got 10 touchdowns. He's averaging nearly eight yards per rush right now. And this man, look, on their four-game win streak, Kansas State, 136 yards a touchdown. Kansas, 168 yards, one touchdown. At West Virginia, 282 yards, four touchdowns. And last week against Cincinnati, 271 yards, averaging 10 yards per carry and two touchdowns. Give me Oklahoma State. I'm going to keep them rolling. All right. I, I think Oklahoma coming off the loss, hey, this is this is going to go one of two ways for me. I think 
Oklahoma State is going to win in a close one, and that's why I'm going to have them at low confidence, or Oklahoma's honestly going to blow them out. But you know what? I, I like making these kind of picks. I, I, I just switched my pick to Oklahoma State. Between you two, that's convinced me enough. But I also had a revelation while you two were speaking called the transitive property. Who lost to Kansas last week? Oh, here we go. Oklahoma. Oklahoma lost to Kansas. Oklahoma State beat them three weeks ago. There we go. Transitive property. Big 12 kills each other. Now, after this week, there's just going to be Texas left standing for the Big 12 to have any hope into the playoffs. Or, 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 or. as we just mentioned, could happen earlier on this podcast, the triangle of failure. Oklahoma State beats Kansas. Kansas beats Oklahoma. Oklahoma beats Oklahoma State. And nobody is good enough because Rock beats Paper. Paper beats Scissors. Nope. Other way around. Paper beats Rock. We get what you're saying, though. We get <laughs> yes. what you're saying. Yeah. Very interesting little triangle we have there. And hey, even though I'm picking Oklahoma State, though, if we're going to talk about the transitive property, Oklahoma did four matchups ago beat Iowa State by 30. Well, that was one of the teams that that was the that's uh, a team o- that was Oklahoma State State's has a loss to. That was their last loss. But at the same time, who cares? They're on a four game win streak, and this man Ollie Gordon has gone two straight games dropping two hundred and seventy plus rushing yards and multiple touchdowns. I don't think Oklahoma's stopping that. And I'll be honest, if Oklahoma I mean if Oklahoma State establishes their run game and Oklahoma can't do anything about it, if that's the trend the game goes. I think this is just going to be a very high-scoring, classic Big 12 matchup where it, it really comes down to who has the last possession. But if Oklahoma State isn't able to establish the run game, they do not stand a chance. But here's the thing. In the Kansas game last week, Oklahoma, I mean, they their defense has been averaging, what, like 370 yards given up per game, total yardage. They gave up 443 against a Kansas team that's, that doesn't even have their, their number one QB. And they gave up 112 rushing yards to their leading rusher and a touchdown. So, I don't know. I don't think their defense can contain them enough. I agree 100%. Jackson, have you officially made your pick on this game? I've not, but uh, I'm going to go with Oklahoma because not we sure. can't keep having this many sweeps um, over real games. Um, so, I think that I mean, Oklahoma – Definitely hasn't in them. They did have a rough last two weeks, I will say, with that close game against UCF and the loss against Kansas. So I do think there's something there that will make the game interesting. But I think Oklahoma is a better team. Um, so I think they should win. However, it's not my high confidence. So it's really a flip of a coin in the air. Okay. And um, now going on. Speaking of another Big 12 matchup, we have Kansas, Kansas and Iowa, Iowa State. State. Yep. I was going to lead us into that, but you did it beautifully. All right. I will make this short and sweet because, like I said earlier, we've got a busy week and we're on a time crunch, and we always talk way too much. <laughs> um, hey, we love football. Hey, I believe that we by do. we, you mean specifically you. Yeah, I went on a little tangent there. My bad. I just hate Clemson, man. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm making this short and simple. No explanation. I don't think there's any explanation needed. Give me Kansas. Kansas football the past couple seasons has just been up and coming. They beat Oklahoma last week. I have no reason to believe that Iowa State's going to come in there and beat them. Yeah, I mean, we are going to talk briefly about this. Like Kansas, I mean, they just beat Oklahoma, who is a good team. 
So I think definitely kudos to them, but also they're playing Iowa State. They should usually have this one, especially if they can play like they did against Oklahoma, taking canceling this one. I mean, it's a, it's impressive for me that Iowa State is five and three and four and one in in Big Twelve play right now, but just looking at their schedule, none of the wins that they have had have been impressive. Except for maybe, uh, maybe the Oklahoma State. Uh, one. Other than the Oklahoma State game before they broke out. And so, I mean, they have three losses to Iowa, Ohio, and a blowout to Oklahoma. So, uh, I don't think they can compete with the the top-tier Big 12 teams, including Kansas. I think Kansas role isn't. I just, I just want to leave this. If, you, if anyone, anyone here better not pick Iowa State, because I want you to think about this. They let this Iowa offense put up 20 points on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should tell you all you need to know. No, on top of the fact that they only put up seven points the next week against Ohio in a loss. I should so. tell you all you need to know. And it and it does. And that being said, they are kind of following a similar trajectory to Oklahoma State where they had a rough first few weeks. They have found their footing kind of in the next few games. Those were, however, Just, as Josh pointed out, it was against teams on the lower end of the Big 12. They are... I mean, yeah, technically, that, in the they're, they're in the five way tie for first in their conference. Their last two wins came against a, a two and six Cincinnati team and a three and five Baylor team. So, I mean, they just haven't proven to be yeah, and while, while to be able four, to compete with any any decent and higher teams. To be honest, and while they're four and one in conference play, they still haven't played their games against Texas, Kansas State, or this one against Kansas. So, for that reason, I think. When everything is said and done, it's just the product of a the, of an easy schedule and an easy, like, an easy first half of the schedule. So I think their their record will balance out when they play more ranked teams, including with this game against Kansas. So I have Kansas in my seven slot. Hey, another. Uh, never mind. Pretend I said nothing. All right. <laughs> who are you, who are you <laughs> picking, Jackson? I already said Kansas. Yeah, you already you said, said Kansas. Kansas. Oh, so everyone's yeah. made their pick? Yeah, so we have a we have an interesting one next. And I already Pac-12. know. Pac-12 matchup, 730, Washington at USC. And I already know someone in this room is going to say something stupid about this game. I already know it, so let's let him talk you know first. Let, no, let, let he, the he, idiot he, talk first. He peaked my pick. That's why we let you go first. All, all right. I've talked about this in previous seasons. Oh God. There are certain con- and my picks when I've pointed this out, especially last year. Does he year know Wisconsin's the, not playing this in game? the USC Utah game? This this has nothing to do with Wisconsin in any way. It better not. It's it Washington not. USC. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm waiting for this. The Big Twelve and the Pac-12 always find a way to beat themselves up. Yes, correct. I'm I'm with you right Washington, now. Washington. Has struck. They have had the highest highs in the conference. Yes. That being said, the last two weeks they struggled, winning, only putting up fifteen against Arizona State, and then giving up thirty three to Stanford. They were com- They were compensating for this week. They were. This game is at USC against a Heisman Trophy winner. USC's defense has been horrendous. So Washington should be able to score a lot of points. However, I think USC is going to outscore them in this game. While I have it at low low confidence, I think 
Caleb Williams carries them to a victory in this game. I think that is the stupidest thing you could have possibly said. I don't give there a crap about things he could the say. Air, no, no, because we've not. heard him say dumber things. Well, okay, don't let's not get into that. Now we'll be here forever. <laughs> I don't care that they only put up fifteen on Arizona State. I don't care that they gave gave up thirty three to Stanford. You know what I do care about? The fact that USC gave up fifty to Cal forty nine. You let them score seven touchdowns on you. More than they let Notre Dame score. Never mind. Hang on. Sorry. I'm just. No, yeah. More than they let Notre Dame score. Lincoln Riley has to bring a defense to this school. He has failed Caleb Williams in that sense. If Washington loses this week, granted, it'll be what the Pac-12 does and it'll, it'll, they'll beat themselves up. But if Washington loses this week, that is an unexcusable loss. USC has fallen from grace. They're done. I've seen reports of Caleb Williams wanting to be shut down for the season. Because he's, they know they're not playing for anything anymore. Who cares about the bowl game? They're not, he's not playing for anything anymore. Washington should win this, and they should thump USC so hard that Lincoln Riley gets a defense next season. That's never going to happen. No, it won't. At the same time, though, I think I don't think it's going to be a blowout. But I think it's going to be a fairly high-scoring game. But at the same time, USC hasn't proven to be the type of offense that they were at the start of the season that was looking like Caleb Williams was going to be walking away with the Heisman again. They had 32 against Utah, 20 against Notre Dame. I know they had their performance last week, but at the same time, they won by one against Cal. Give me Washington in a bounce-back game. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking Washington as well. In this game, they are uh, are just a much better team statistically. And as you were saying about the defense, I mean, you could have Tom Brady as a high school quarterback, like at, at his current state, you know, have him as a high school quarterback, they could still lose the game because their defense is terrible, you know. So I mean, if if you can't have a defense that's going to get stops in, it's, I mean, you're not looking good. You could have a star-studded offense all around. You could have every one of their players be a Heisman candidate and still lose because you need that defense. And when you're giving up almost 200 rushing yards a game, I mean, you you can't really let that happen, yeah. Okay, is that all we have on that one? I think that's all we have on that one. Moving to, we're moving back to the SEC. We have, man, LSU versus Alabama. I want to talk about this game a lot. This is going to be the game of the week. It's going to be the game of the week. It's at 7.45. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful game. And I've already been posting about it on my Instagram, on my story. I'm going to roll with the Tigers. I picked the Clemson Tigers. Now I'm picking the LSU Tigers because I want to see Alabama lose. It's as simple as that. Alabama, since their loss to Texas, Alabama's looked 
very good besides a few mishaps here and there. And like I said, this is going to be a very good game. LSU's two losses are to two top ten teams. We'll see if they get a third one this week. I hope they don't. I don't. I, this is going to be a good game. I think it was impressive for Bama to have the kind of second half that they did against Tennessee in the in the last game that they played. And I think they've been on a roll ever since we all talked about the fact that they they're kind of having a fall from grace and everything after that USF performance and and the Texas game. At the same time, though. I'm going to say two things. For one, I got LSU taking the win, too. Beautiful. In, in Tuscaloosa. In Tuscaloosa. They have been one of the most dominant teams. They have the best offense in the country right now. They are, they there's, are on there's a reason, fire. There's a reason LSU has two losses, and their QB is one and two they, in most they Heisman actually, races. Ever, ever there's a reason that, for that. Ever since that Ole Miss loss, and they almost won that game on the road. That was a shootout. They have not looked back. They had they, they had a great win at Missouri, a Missouri team that was at their at their peak, basically that was on fire a couple weeks ago, and thirty point win against Auburn, and easy win, easy win against uh, Army at home, and they're coming off both teams coming off a bye. But second thing, give me Daniels for Heisman. Can can I dap you up right now? I respect that. Yes, sir. Daniels for Heisman, LSU for I the win. I think he has been so underlooked, and I think, I think this is going to be his his performance to where he he shows the nation that he's here. Yeah. I I don't disagree with Daniels for Heisman, but but his mom dropped him on the head again. And he's I do dis I do disagree with any thought process that believes. LSU's defense any is anywhere close enough to Alabama's defense to be able to do to be able to keep. Okay, I would say. Hear me. No, 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 no. I could say the same thing about the offense that, for Bama. That, that's what I was gonna do. Sorry. I, I mean, their their offense there, their offense is averaging high twenties, low thirties. Like if you look at that's not that good. Season. That is high twenties. Is it is high twenties and low thirties? You played. You know how USF. You know how big of a blow that should be? And the they should have put up 70. USF is one of the worst schools in college football. They suck. And you're talking about an offense that had a different quarterback. They didn't put up three touchdowns. They did not put up three. They could not score three times against one of the worst schools in college football. College football history. Z. And you're picking them to beat the number one offense. This is a team because of because of not a comparable defense. That's retarded. I hate to do this. Oh, I can't wait. I hate it. the transitive property. Oh no! But Alabama only gave up ten points against Mississippi, and they also scored twenty four. They scored twenty four, which LSU, which if I'm not mistaken, is less than half of what LSU it is. scored against. It them. is. That was LSU also, that also was, lost to Mississippi. That was Alabama also a home won. game, so I'm not taking Alabama, too much from that. Al, what do you, this is a home. The game against LSU is also at home. Why would you not take? He's that? saying if LSU would have played Ole Miss no. at home, LSU would have won. That's what he's saying. What do you What do you mean? LSU, LSU gave up 55 to Ole Miss, and they also put up at, 59. at 
Ole Miss. At Ole Miss. I, even at, and in even, their last even games, away, they've man. scored 48 that's the, points that's the thing every we, game. That's the and thing LSU we need to is also on the road this game against Alabama. Even against a good offense, you should not be giving up 55 points. This is a game for Alabama's offense to get right. <laughs> Brother. Okay. They are putting up 553 we, yards a game. We bro. have gotten to the point no where way. I'm screaming and you have Jackson and Josh laughing at you. You're cut off for the rest of it, this okay, game. Okay, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad with the Bama pick, but you gotta be looking at both sides of it. Bama's offense is terrible. I've I got Bama in my eight confidence. All right, all right. Eight, all right. Hey, hey, hey. Eight Waddles against the world. Absurd. Waddles against literally everyone in this universe. I have class in three minutes. What, what we do you are mean moving on. In the universe. I, I have LSU. We have places to be. Eighty-two percent of the universe picked Alabama. And eighty-two percent of the universe was dropped in their head and beaten as a child. <laughs> and like the, you paid eighty-two percent of the universe to pick Bama. Okay. He's got to be in class in three okay. minutes. We've okay, got we'll places to be in three on. minutes. Okay. All right. I don't have much I've, to say about this next game. He hasn't made no, his no. LSU pick. He said LSU. LSU. All right. LSU. All right. Next game, I have Miami over NC State. I have Miami, too. I uh, think they've been I, on I have Miami in my nine yeah. slot. Waddles against the world. I, I, NC State over Miami. I wish I had more time for this last one because I'm going to keep rolling with Arizona over UCLA. I was going to do the same thing. Shout out my boy Wyatt for another week, for another week straight. You guys, you guys were taking Oregon State last week and thought I was crazy. And you know what they did? They chopped the Beavers down. I think I'm rolling with Arizona again. Arizona is going to be six and three, and they're going to be ranked. There's this gauntlet of Pac-12 teams, and guess what? Arizona's coming and competing with all of them and picking some of them apart right now. Yep. So, yep. I think Arizona very well could have this game because they have just been an impressive team. I just don't know if they're going to win it. Because, I mean, they've had good games and that they've still lost. So I still think even if Arizona loses, it's going to be a good game for them. So I am putting them as my two confident as a loss. All right, E, what you saying? I'm repenting. Arizona and my one. <laughs> All right. That All doesn't right. make up for anything anymore. That, that <laughs> We're makes done. up nothing. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, this has been a very chaotic and a very short episode. We love all you listeners, but you guys can catch us on the run.